but you you know you're the 40 year old skater boy uh, showing Amara how to oh, do a yeah. heel flip so oh, that's yeah. pretty cool yeah, yeah. And, and paying for it the next day because my booty was sore Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, So today we are drinking a very special Pennsylvania whiskey, a single malt whiskey uh, from eastern Pennsylvania. It's called Bluebird American Single Malt. And uh, this was also a, uh, a shared sample from Bryce Morito, one of our good, uh, not only listeners, but Patreon supporters. But before we get into anything, let's talk about some business. Hit us up on Instagram. We love talking to people. Uh, that's a shout out to you, Drew Toland, who hasn't hit us up in a while, and we miss you. So hit us up, Drew Toland. And uh, congrats on the baby to come. Uh, his wife is... Uh, Pregnant, but it, I think it was public on Instagram, so uh, I don't think he's worried about me telling the world that he is having his second child soon. So congratulations, Drew. Uh, and that's just the business. Just hit us up on Instagram. We love talking to our listeners. Um, if you're shy, don't be shy. That's it. So uh, yeah, that's about all I got for the business this week. Uh, yeah. How you doing, Robbie? I'm doing all right, man. It's, it's weird. It felt like we just recorded and... Here we are yeah, again, true. which is nice. No, it, <laughs> it was a pretty good weekend. Got to uh, watch. It felt like a real fall weekend because Nebraska finally played and they lost, but they looked nice. okay, which is all right. And then Boise State got a big yeah. win, and uh, you know, nice. some NFL on this on Sunday and made some bread and uh, one of my favorite lentil stews. And so I don't know, I man. Nice. It felt like a good fall weekend. Carved some pumpkins with the kiddos and. Uh, making some pumpkin seeds, so I don't know, life's good. Things are great. Yeah, nice. Yeah, dude. Okay, so I gotta ask um, you, what's what what was your yeah please what was your l- low temperature today? Oh, bro, did you hear about it? No, no. What you was it bad? It was like uh, I don't know about the low to be honest, but the high was sixty five. Oh man, the lowest it's been probably. In a long time. That makes sense. For a high, that okay. is. Yeah. Because we, we had, we were 18 degrees this morning. It was No chilly. way. Yeah, it was really chilly. So, uh, it's crazy. So, like, now, like, just with everything going on, I uh, I eat my lunch and drink my water and stuff in the car. So, I'll take a couple breaks where I go out there. Uh-huh. Like, I had to, I'd like, put my coat on, put my hood on. Like, it was chilly in the car when I was drinking my coffee and eating my lunch. So, yeah, it was cold on here today. So, so you're one of those guys that is lonely when you eat your lunch, dude. I like to eat by myself. I don't. Yeah, I don't, don't like the break room lunch. Yeah, my thing is, I like, I feel like if I do socialize like that at work, I tend to not get my work done, and then, ah, uh, like, I can't leave early enough to get Amara from school or. You know, get back to relieve the babysitter kind of thing. So I like to, I, That's I do, legit. A, I do a quick lunch and I get right back to work. Typically, if like it's the school, like if it wasn't COVID and stuff like that, I just eat in my room right away and keep working the whole, yeah. whole lunch time. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't, and I don't really care to eat with people at lunch. I don't know. It's just wow. me. Just like to snarf it, be done. Yeah. That was one of my, when I worked in IT, I'd never wanted to sit next to people. Like it was like me and maybe my <laughs> homeboy. Um, but like I never, I don't think I ate once in the break room in the three years that I worked in that job. 
but like a lot of people did and it wasn't like i hated those people or anything it was just like a whole different scene to like sit down there and i wasn't ready for that well i kind of like i just yeah. like, i like having a moment of quiet to myself and i kind of that's what it lunch uh-huh. like it's just it's i don't have a kid asking me a question i don't have to because like if you eat lunch people people's like how are things going and then you gotta talk about like <laughs> what you're trying to like take a break from and so i don't know that's just yeah me. yeah so no that's cool how was your yeah. week how, how was your weekend how's things going yeah um i had it was crazy i, I told you about uh well that's not a good story it's not a good enough story <laughs> um i went to a park two days in a row and and like never been to that park before and there were two separate events where they're like hey we're going, you know, I told you about the the park lunch I planned. So I like picked a gazebo there and picked a parking lot there. And then the next day I had an event that was at the exact same park at the exact same gazebo. And I was kind of like weirded and not weirded out, but like kind of blown away. Like what are the chances that I've never <laughs> been to this park once in my life? And I hit up the same park gazebo twice, two days in a row. It was kind of crazy. It's the worst story ever. Well, did but you, it was did you blowing ta- my mind statistically. Did you uh, do a dump? Did you have a dump date there? Did you take a dump? I should have. Oh, I'm just yeah. curious because like, then I would have had like it could have been some like your poops could have been some sort of like supernatural curse like from the house in Virginia to the park there yeah. with like you like, some weird Groundhog's Day thing. I don't know, but no. Yeah, like some interdimensional kind of thing. <laughs> hey, could have happened. Uh, but the good news was on Sunday I didn't go to that park again, so it wouldn't oh, okay. have been like a Groundhog's. You Day broke thing, the curse. So. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. I I. Uh, I love that movie, and I don't really love Bill Murray that much, um, but I love that movie, Groundhog Day. It is. It's all about, like, changing your heart, in my opinion. And it sounds so cheesy. sounds so stinking cheesy. But, like, once he, like, changed internally, that's when things got better. I don't know. That's uh, It's cheesy. It's I love Bill Murray. I think he's hilarious. And, like, I remember, Mm -hmm. like, so it's probably two years ago maybe it was last year we, i watched it with amara i'm like it's so funny amara and we're watching it and i forgot how dark it gets when he just starts committing suicide all the time and amara, oh yeah you're like again and, and again amara's like, you're like don't amara, look amara's like why is he doing that i'm like well let's talk about depression honey um <laughs> lesson number one yeah so it, get, it gets kind of yeah. dark there but yeah it's a good one yeah for sure yeah yeah it is a great movie and uh yeah andy mcdowell amazing in that role anyway um yep it was a cool two days at that park i signed up for a uh not a triathlon but like a two-part triathlon like i'm gonna do a two thousand meter swim and no no and a run and then a 5k uh signed up for it on a whim uh my friend was like hey you should do it with me i'm like yeah i'll do it with you i won't even train so we'll see how that ends up in two weeks (laughs) i won't even Um, train now wait a minute cole here's the problem yeah i'm gonna I'm, Uh i'm just gonna I want to make sure you're in, you're you're not taking this lightly because last week or two weeks ago uh, you're like I've kind of been putting some weight on. This week you're like I'm not even going to train. I'm going to go do this biathlon. So I don't know, man. Like, there's got to be a little give and well, take. Well, here's here. the good news. Yeah, I forgot to give the the update on my weight loss journey. Oh yeah. Uh, a week after, so we recorded last week on Thursday. We're technically recording tonight, the the Monday after. But on the Thursday was the day before I needed to weigh in after a week because I had been on that diet for that point six days. And on Friday, I weighed myself for the week's time I've been on the diet. I lost 3.7 pounds. Nice. Which is like a pound every two days, which is crazy. Um, 
So I'm on my way and, and maybe I don't need to train because maybe I'm already losing all this weight and maybe it'll help me lose <laughs> more weight by doing a 2000 uh, meter swim and a 5k. So we'll see. Um, I'm excited. I, I do boast a lot that I have what I call spontaneous endurance where I can pick up something and just roll with it for like a long time and and like I ran a 15k with barely like like two weeks without training and then I like did pretty well like I would like to say you know well, I kept a good pace throughout yeah I got a so war- anyway I hope to do that as well another warning here Cole if your metabolism yeah, getting it. to the point where like you're all of a sudden like I am starting to gain weight you're buying, you're gonna lose that spontaneous endurance here pretty soon it's just yeah that's probably up. for sure growing up but, says yeah. a says a late 30 year old yeah, dude, I'm I'm like in the I'm January two what three months two and a half months now oh, like two months I'm turning forty man you're not that's gonna crazy. be in your thirties oh that's crazy yeah, man no. so we're like we're like nine plus years apart yeah almost wow half. yeah yeah nine and a half I guess yeah yeah wow you're old man dude I am getting old dude. well I feel no I mean forty is not that old but. It's a milestone thing where it definitely feels. I think that's one thing I like about teaching and having kids. It kind of keeps you young, so you don't necessarily feel that. Yeah. Old. But as soon as I turn forty, I'm gonna kiss my wife. I'm like, "You just kissed a forty-year-old," and she'll be like, "Shut up." Uh, <laughs> and uh, but you're you know you're the forty-year-old skater boy uh, showing Amara how to oh, do a yeah. heel flip. So oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and paying for it the next day because my booty was sore. So. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I did fall. I, oh, that's I, funny. I, I did take a fall, but I showed her. And uh, she was like, "Are you okay, like, Dad?" This is like, fall. I'm like, "This kind of yeah, it's like this kind of happens." But anyway, yeah, you got to get used to the skater life. Seriously, get back into it. Um, so, cool, mm-hmm. question for you? Yeah, yeah. Are please. we are we really drinking the Bluebird Single Malt? I know because we've How been long? trying to I, forever, yeah, months and months and months. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. I don't have too much history today. Uh, I did reach out to the distillery, but I reached out day of, so I don't blame them at all for not responding. Um, yeah, we are. Yeah, we're not going to go too deep into the history as much as I could gather based on their. You know, they're a micro distillery, so there's not too much um, on their website that's really determining what needs to be in the history. So. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we go into the history? Are you too uh, too young to remember micro machines? Uh, I don't know. Little, what are micro machines? A mite. Little tiny cars. And the guy in the commercial would talk about And they're like, you remember those? No, I don't think so. Okay. No, now I'm ready to get into business. That's all I had to add. Are you too old for Pokemon? Kind of, yeah. Pokemon was kind of dorky, like no, kid totally stuff when I when it came out. I just want to make an old joke. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Too cool for Pokemon. All right, let's, let's uh, get to the history, but right after this quick, short break. Now that the quick short break wow, redundant that was quick is over, and short. at the same time, what? we are back with Chill Filtered. And we, like we said before, we are drinking 
Bluebird American Single Malt. Uh, I looked up on their website, and they're technically the the pour is not just single malt; it is American single malt. So I'm going to stick with that. Respect the the um, distillery who, you know, I reached out to. So if you come back, if you listen to this, Bluebird uh, Distilling, not distillery, they they call themselves Distilling for the record. Uh, and and you like what you hear, you know, maybe reach out to us um, and tell us what you think of the podcast, as well as our listeners. Feel free to reach out and tell us what you think. And if, anyway, you, and if Bluebird uh, doesn't big, like what they hear, please reach out. I would love to be yelled at. It'd be yeah, make yeah, my exactly. Day. How dare you? And then we'll turn I'll into like you for some defamation. Like AM radio hot button. Give me your hot take. Ah, just make everyone angry. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah, huge shout out to Bryce Marita yeah. for sending us the sample. A very long time ago, and I'm glad we could finally open it. Uh, So we're drinking, yeah, Bluebird Single Malt. This is very much our first Bluebird distilling product on the podcast. So let's talk a little bit about Bluebird distilling. And in case you're wondering, that is not two words. That is one word, Bluebird. Uh, Based in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, and uh, that's actually a 28... 28 minute drive from the house I grew up in. Uh, so it is very close to where I am familiar. Uh, my, my, the land of my people, I like to say. Uh, founded by a very young guy named Jared Adkins, uh, who used to work in the corporate world for a good few years after graduating college. Uh, he's not one of those retired chemical engineers that you find often in the uh, micro distilling world. Uh, he is pretty young. I mean, he looks younger than me. If I were to guess, he would look younger than me. But he graduated college in 2008. What were you, like 2005? Uh, 2005, I graduated college, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's uh, he's probably, you know, he's probably mid-30s. But he looks super young in the pictures. Uh, him and his dad, Pierre, started oh. things up. And now they have a full-on distillery. And on their website... They say, they have like a whole page for this. What is Bluebird? And here is their answer. Bluebird is that special day. The day after the storm breaks and the sun shines through. We all know these days. It is the day you go outside and everything goes right. It can be anything. Tracing through waist-deep snow for the first run of the day. Paddling into a perfect glassy day. Or playing the back nine with friends as the sun is setting. Bluebird is about getting there and seizing that perfect day and everything life has to offer. That's deep. I don't know. This is probably going to be a really good whiskey, but that's a really funny thing to write on your website. And we love you, Bluebird Single Malt, but... It is interesting. It's good, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 real. It's real. But I've never seen that kind of thing written on a... On a distillery website. Man, okay, that ruins but, it because... you know, I feel it. My what whiskey would uh-huh. you choose was essentially that same thing. What whiskey <laughs> would you choose uh, after the storm is cleared? Uh, first run of the day. <laughs> that glassy day. <laughs> yeah. It's Bluebird now. No. Gosh, <laughs> that's what I choose. It's they're going to they're gonna reach out to us and like sue us for defamation. And we're not normally this... You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call ourselves mean in any big way, but that's a funny thing to write on your website. But... You know, good for them. Good for them. Um, everything. Here's the cool thing, and what I give them mad respect for. Um, everything is distilled on site with a copper still. With every grain they use is American, which I think is pretty cool. They make it the juice. Uh, they, yeah, they make also 
unaged rye, a four grain bourbon, a aged rye, a wheat whiskey, uh, a and then a four grain bourbon with a Jamaican rum barrel finish. So they got a few things going on. And so I reached out, like I said, for some questions and, and I don't blame them at all. I literally hit them up uh, like less than three hours before we're recording. So <laughs> we're good at that sort of stuff. No. And planning ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they, I would love for them to hit us up still. Yeah, so sure. if you're listening, uh, Jared Adkins or Bluebird Distilling, hit us up. We, we'd love to talk to you. Uh, so what we're drinking today, Bluebird American Single Malt. Uh, they say on their website that they mash and distill from a blend of pale and caramelized malts. Now, here's the thing. If you hear the word single malt, that usually represents a barley-based spirit. Uh, in America, that could be different. According to some of the rules, you could actually technically have a single malt with uh, malted rye. And not just malted barley, at least from what I've what I discovered so far. Okay. Uh, so I don't know what grain they're using here. And I actually that was one of the questions I reached out with was like, hey, is this got barley or, or rye or maybe some sort of mixture? Uh, but it says blend of pale and caramelized malts. Mm. Uh, and then the cool thing is they age in new charred American oak barrels whose staves were seasoned. Get this for 18 months, which is on the like we've talked about this. 12 months is on the longer range. 18 months is way over there, which is great. Woodenville uh, rot, or Woodenville bourbon that we had was a 18 month stave seasoning as well, um, which is cool. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the size of their barrels are, um, but I'm guessing. Let's let's hope it's some some nice fifty three you know fifty five gallons. Uh, that's about all the info I have. Besides, um, total wine or not the total wine price, just the retail price on their website is fifty nine ninety nine for a bottle for a seven fifty bottle of this. So that's all we got. But I am so ready to crack this bottle for the first time Gosh, in a long I've been ready or to first time ever. Like three months, four months. I don't know how long it's been. Many moons. The moons of many. Yep. Ooh. So thanks again, Bryce. Ooh. Cheers. Yeah, I haven't sipped, smelled it yet. It's got a, a nice color to it. It's got an interesting nose. For, I'm not talking to my mic at all. I've like, turned around. Whoops. Um, <laughs> oh, rough. Yeah, it's got a nice, really interesting color. Interesting that is nose. a dark color. Yeah. It was funny because the bottle that came in was a, it's a browner bottle. Um, so you really couldn't tell. Yeah. But... Yeah. Interesting. And also on the bottle, it has no age statement, but it does say it's less than four years aged. Wow. Which is a thing to do um, if you don't have a age statement. If it's less than four, you kind of got to declare that. So, what, are you getting anything on the nose? Like I don't know what I'm what I'm going for here or what I'm pulling out, but it's really a faint um, smell. It reminds me. It reminds me of like a fall day. And I mean that, like I'm not just joking. Yeah, okay, I uh, see that. Yeah, it's, it's got kind of a a crispness to it, but not really. Yeah, like a, a cut lawn kind of a crisp. It's that kind of like just fall day. Yeah, yeah. I could see this actually being 100% malted rye. Um, but I'm leaning. I don't know. There. I mean, I could also see some barley being in here. You it know, does have a little bit of a small barrel smell to it. You think so? Um, Are you getting any... any yeah, s- but it could... Go ahead. 
I'm getting kind of like a little bit of smoke, not like a Scott, like a pea yeah, kind of thing, yeah. but like it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe is it? Yeah, okay. a little bit. So here's, okay. You obviously have a better nose and palate than I do. And nah. one, yeah, you do. And so one, like uh, notes I see a lot that I've never really pulled out are like, uh, the, was it leather and tobacco? Does leather. This, does this, this have is a leather? leather? Is this leather? That's a really good note. Okay. I like it. It's it's definitely it's fainter. Like nothing's really standing out and punching you, but it's nice. Yeah, this could be like a antique store smell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you go for the sip, but the color is dark. Um, I'm gonna make a guess here that they use small barrels for the for the sake, you know, just just for the fact that it is a darker, younger whiskey. There's not a lot of ways you can bring out that dark depth uh, without using small barrels at this age statement or that less than four years statement. What do you think? So it's good. Definitely good. Um, there's not a lot of heat on it at all. It's very subtle. Um, mm-hmm. It's got... A, I forgot to mention 100 proof. 100? Oh, wow. For 100, I mean, yeah. it doesn't come off very hot at all. Um, mm. it's. I got, I'm getting like a little bit of medicinal to it. Not a lot, a little bit of bitterness towards the end, um, but I do like it. That leather, it's it's definitely. I think we say like an antique, an antique store. That's kind of what I'm getting when I, I sip mm-hmm. it. Um, it's definitely, I would say it's, there's a pronounced rye to it too, because there's that spice there too. Yeah. So. Uh huh. Yeah, it's, and it's I could good. see it even being malted rye, which would make sense if they call it a single malt. I believe it has to be 100% malted. So. Um. Mm. Yeah, I'm with you. And and the the palate is better than the nose. The nose, like I said, has that, you know, reminiscent of the small barrels taste that you can get off of some of those newer micro places. Um Yeah, I'm going through like a few of the notes. There is there is kind of a caramely note, but it's it is enveloped by that leather. Yeah. And uh just that kind of like leafy fall, like autumn day. Uh, it is. I, I dropped some water. Interesting. I dropped some water. Yeah. And I like. The, I like the vapor that's coming off of it now. Like it's definitely. You can, mm-hmm. It's uh that I really enjoy the nose on this. Like that leather and it's coming out a little bit more with the water. Yeah. Um. Like I said, like I'd never really have gotten that before. Um. But now I'm getting. Yeah. It I kinda Especially like the, it. this. I'm, I'm dropping it. water right now. You know, and I say it is a really pretty whiskey though. Like I love the color on it. I love. It's. I mean, yeah. it just looks good in the Glencairn. It looks really nice. Yeah. I don't... Let's see. Yeah, not... Uh, the, the nose isn't too much different than the original nose. It is definitely a little bit lighter, a little bit more spread out in the flavor, or the nose notes. Um, so I'm getting... Yeah. Ooh, it's uh, definitely a lot sweeter up front. Um, a little more of that caramel kind of sticks out. Definitely that leather still there, but it like mm. bitterness just comes in hard and fast towards the end. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, it's very different. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't so much for that bitterness mm. hitting, I would say I like the water better because it's definitely it brought out a lot more intensity in it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not loving the the small. And I might be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Bluebird Distilling. But that small barrel kind of taste is uh, more pronounced 
with a little bit of water. So I prefer it neat for sure. So describe the, what what's the small barrel taste like? Describe that to me. I just dropped my cube. My there is an cube. oakiness that is almost. It is not. I hate using this word. At least I don't hate using this word, but at some of the words sometimes it's a little bit soapy. Okay, soapy right. oak. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I hate. Uh, I don't know. I don't like sounding uh, negative about, especially micro distilleries. Um, but I let's just say this: I prefer it neat um, to the to the water. Um, yeah, I I'm getting a little bit of that oaky soapy on this. So yeah, you dropped a cube yet? Not yet. So. Drop the cube. It's uh, you know it's muted a little bit more. It's kind of back to where it was when it was neat. But there's that sweetness is coming out a little bit more, which is nice. So maybe even a little appley. Um, okay. But it's still got the you know familiar like this the ones we were talked about leather and woodiness, fall. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Like 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 piles of leaves, which isn't a bad thing. It reminds me of like autumn. <laughs> You know any girls named Autumn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever someone says Autumn, I always think of the few Autumns that I know. I we know, know an Autumn in common, actually. Autumn. She lived in Spokane. Fielding? Uh, I know her married name, um, but I don't know her maiden name. Yes. Sneed? Sneed is her married name. I think it was Autumn Fielding was her maiden. Yeah. Yeah. Same Autumn. Same Random. Autumn. We have an Autumn in common. Autumn in common. <laughs> um, I think I like. Wait, let me this smell with, this again. I like this with ice. The best. yeah, go ahead. It's like the bitterness mm-hmm. isn't there, like it was. It's a little there, but not like it was with. The, but the ice is kind of bringing out a little bit more of the sweetness. It has a little bit more, um, just uh, it's it's just a little more there. It's a little more potent on the nose and the palate a little bit. But it's still it's a very subtle whiskey in general. It's nothing's too big. Um, but the bitterness dropped off, which is huge because with the water it was really there. Oh, and so I got a little bit of a chocolate note okay. with that. Yeah, what were you gonna say? It also made it a little bit colder too, which is interesting. So, yeah, every time it just gets me. You, you know? know what? Now that you mention it, every time it does. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit. Um, a little bit more of an oak on the nose uh, and the palate. It's better. I think it's better than, like you said, than the water. Uh, I don't know if it beats the neat. Uh, the neat takes the least of the uh, young barrel taste from me. Um, it is interesting. You know, uh, I don't know what grain is in this, but I'm going to guess it's malted rye or at least <coughs> mostly malted rye. Uh, and then you ever had Stranahan's? I'm sure, you, yeah, yeah, you've had Stranahan's, right? Yeah. So Stranahan's is a 100% malted barley uh, aged in new charred oak, uh, similar to, you know, an American like bourbon or rye, uh, but they do it with barley and they call it a Colorado whiskey. And so Stranahan's has a lot of big notes and they use, you know, 53 gallon barrels on them. And so Stranahan's has a lot of notes that are like... Um, like citrus, orange citrus, uh, like orange zest, 
uh, like strong notes of that. And they, I think they do single barrels. Um, I'm pretty sure I might be wrong. Um, I might be wrong. So correct me if I'm wrong listeners and you know, but I'm not getting the same notes on this, this, which makes me believe that this is likely malted rye. So we'll see, or maybe a mixture of malted barley and malted rye. I don't know. I, I got to look into the rules of that, but I do know you can make a malted rye in America and call it a single malt. Okay. You have uh, any idea of ratings in mind? Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell my secondary rating first. Okay. Um, I don't like saying this, especially for a micro distillery. They're never going to hit us up and they're going to be so mad at us. I give this a meh. Okay. Um, I give it a, maybe a 6.6. Okay. Um, and thank you, Bryce, again. Uh, but I'm really interested, to be honest, I'm really interested in their, in their four grain bourbon and their aged rye. Uh, because these these micro places can do a great job on this. I feel like this is just so uh, different in the style that it's just throwing me off a lot. But I don't think this is blowing my mind. I think this the small barrel taste uh, is taking over. And I might be wrong about the small barrels. And if I am, please hit us up, Bluebird Distilling. But if I'm right... I think you could do a lot better with some larger barrels. But the age, it takes longer. Don't get me wrong, takes longer, but it very well might give a little bit more balance of flavors. And I think you guys could nail it, especially with this kind of mash bill, whatever's going on here. This could be amazing with some larger barrels and a little more time. Uh, so that's what I'm going to say. Uh, but we really, really appreciate you guys even having the opportunity to be on the show. So anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I, I think I like this a little bit more. What was the price for the bottle again? It's 60 even. 60 even. Ooh, that's a little more than I think it would pay for this. But this is, mm. this is. I think it's interesting. It's definitely an interesting whiskey. It's pretty good. Um, would I pay that much for it? Probably not. Um, but I think it's worth a try for sure. If you see it at a bar, you know, definitely pick it up. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go 7.1 on it. I think it's good. Okay. But, you know. I, w- and I definitely would drink it again, you know, it's, so yeah, yeah, I, I like it. There are some that I can't finish and I can finish this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's a, there's a note of a chocolatiness that I'm getting. I picked it up just I, at the end. I could see that a little bit on the, uh, with the ice there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what do you say? Is it time for, wait, I always put, pose this in a question. Maybe I should just say it's time. For Whiskey World News. Hey guys, it's time for Whiskey World News. A part of the show where we (laughs) read an article and we talk about it. This one comes from the Whiskey Wash by our good friend Nino Kilgore. Nino. Marching. (laughs) Um, And it came out out October 14th. Uh, And this one's kind of cool. I'm excited. Um, I don't know if you've seen this. But uh, Glencairn releases a range of colored whiskey drinking glasses. I did see that, yeah. The Glencairn Whiskey Glass brand, as we mentioned earlier this year, is celebrating its 20th anniversary of equipping drinkers worldwide with glass that's become the de facto standard for drinking the spirit type. Iconically, the glass is known for being clear, though last year a black variant of it proved extremely popular. 
Now this has been expanded upon via a range of more colored glasses. The new range of colored Glencairn glasses, according to those behind them, will now appear in not only black, but also blue, red, green, and shimmering gold alongside the original clear glass. Ooh. Excuse me, got the whiskey burps. They are available individually uh. or as a full tasting set of six glasses. And as an added bonus, they've been designed to be in, used in and to enhance the blind tasting experience by disguising the nice. color of the whiskey. We were blown away nice. by the massive success of the Black Glencairn last year, which sold out immediately, said Scott Davidson. Um, so in response to public demand, our 20th anniversary glass to loyal fans of the Glencairn across the world is the introduction of this new colorful range, which is here to stay. Uh, not only are the color glasses a fun addition to any drinks cabinet, tasting your dram blind is the perfect way to develop your sense and learn all about the wonderful world of whiskey. Uh, plans call for these glasses to be priced around uh, $10 each or in a presentation box featuring the full range uh, tasting set of five glasses plus the original clear glass at $78. They should be available at retailers later this year. Also of note that they are not available in the hand-cut crystal and cannot be personalized unlike the original clear glass. So that's nice. the article. What are your thoughts on that, Cole? I, you know, I've, I can very much appreciate a blind tasting option for Glencairns. I personally love a good Glencairn, but I do really, I mean, this is kind of going outside of what they're talking about, but I really love a stemless Glencairn as I am holding in my hand right now, hand warming the bottom of my glass. <laughs> uh, but I, I could appreciate, but you know, I'm like in and out of this uh, because I can appreciate that because it really does. Like there is something to be said when you're doing a blind tasting and you know by the color that you know one's one or the other. And so, I, you know, there's something to that. I mean, having, you know, drank a lot of whiskey, drank it did a lot of whiskey as I have. Um, so there's something to that. I, I appreciate that. But then also, um, yeah, I love I love a good Glen Karen. Especially like a, a high-stemmed one, like a long-stemmed one, or a no-stemmed one. Sadly, the ones that they're selling are the ones that I don't like as much. The ones with like the, the stump stem. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you're into colors, I highly recommend picking one up. So it's like kind of like the, the muffin stumps. Cole doesn't like muffin stumps. Yeah. He doesn't like Glen We don't want stumps. your stumps. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's pretty cool. I, I, so, I mean, I... I don't know. I like look, seeing the color of the whiskey. Like even with the Bluebird today, mm. it was like this. It's really nice looking yeah. color. So, um, mm. but the glasses are pretty cool looking. I mean, you have to check them out. They're they, they are kind of cool looking. And, and I think you know a lot of times you know we've talked about or you, you and Adam have talked about uh, like whiskey Christmas gifts, and you know. Mm -hmm. But this would be actually kind of a cool. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting the getting a set of these for Christmas. It's kind of fun, and different, you know. Yeah. So anyway, S speaking of which. We're going to have to prep for that. Are you willing to do a gift exchange for a chill filter? Am I, I'm willing, yes. Am I good at that? No. But yeah. What? Yeah. You, Cole, you are like a gift giver extraordinaire. I love gifts. You do. And you guys do such a good gifts job. Gifts are my love language. Uh, I, I'm not so good at it. So, but yes, let's, mm -hmm. let's do it, man. Folks. Any, all... What's the limit? A thousand dollars? No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, if it's a you're like, yeah, you can buy me a thousand. If we have to spend a thousand dollars, I'm putting it all to Patreon, and your gift is to butt chug. So, 
<laughs> well played. Merry well Christmas. Played. Oh man. If if it, like okay, let's let's just let's just go on a little rabbit hole real quick. Okay. If you really had a thousand dollars, what would you buy for me? Because I know what I I know what I would buy for you for sure. Um, I would buy you three bottles of Redbreast Twenty One. That's Redbreast Twenty One was on my list for sure. Okay. Yeah, that would get you. Three and then Yamazaki back. Eighteen yeah. was on there. Probably about three hundred dollars these days, if not a little more, if you can get it. And then maybe maybe like I'll throw yeah yeah. So I'll do a. Redbreast twelve or twenty one is a like a two eighty dollar bottle. I saw it for three twenty here in um, Idaho the other week. Oh really? Yeah. No, I saw one at Total Wine for two seventy nine. I want to nice. say. And then uh, Yam twelve or Yam eighteen. Let's assume that's three hundred. It's probably more. But then we get up to like what five five eighty at that point. But then I'm gonna finish it strong <laughs> with that Redbreast. 27 oh just so we could both try it together and that's about four four seventy or something so it would go a little over a thousand dollars but that's what i would think about buying for you okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take mine back i'm gonna get you 50 bottles of jack daniels (laughs) (laughs) that's great yeah thanks remember that oh that was great yeah. Wait, what was that? What whiskey would you choose? Was that like what would you spend? It was like oh your your um stimulus your uh, stimulus check on yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. something like that yeah anyway. we should do that again because maybe we'll get another stimulus check coming up. You never know. You never know. You never know. Really, you never yeah. know. <laughs> you really don't. Even people who thought they were getting um, it didn't know, and they didn't get it. And yeah, they didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah all right. i love watching that uh in the news i'm like good luck like yeah. I, I just feel like nothing's ever gonna get done because people are so proud uh they're just like one side or the other like i'm not gonna let the other get the credit for this or something like that i don't yeah. know um, anyway yeah all right should we move uh, on i guess it's time for what whiskey would you choose i guess it sure. is time for what whiskey would you choose and since we're recording early and since i'm horrible mm-hmm. at planning like i've mentioned mm-hmm. we don't have any results of last week's to go over uh, so we'll have to catch up on oh that no early. yeah i know i should have ran it no it's I, all good I, like, maybe I, next week we'll do two i'm bad right, maybe in two weeks we'll do two because <laughs> next week we're going to be doing the whiskey del bach interview so jealous yeah so anyway do you have a good what whiskey would you choose I do if you don't. Um, I had one, but I forgot it, so why don't you go? <laughs> so, check this out, peeps. You're getting a stimulus check <laughs> for $1,200. And that stimulus check, some of it goes to, like, necessities, for sure. Like, let's say we're out of the job. Take care of some of those necessities. I highly recommend it. But let's say you only have $300 left. Okay. Of that stimulus check, you spent you know a good nine hundred of it. Uh, you took your wife out, you treated her right. You took your husband out if you're into having a husband. You treated him right, um, and and you got a three hundred just so you could spend it on whiskey. These days, updated. What are you gonna throw your three hundred dollars down on? Oh man. I... And you could buy literally. You could buy six or uh, what is it? Uh, Fifteen bottles of Jack Daniels. That's allowed. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, that was a good way last time. Maybe you, it didn't win. Yeah, so it was I, a great way to win. Do that strategy this time. So I, I so yeah, I'm gonna kind of okay. So 300. Um, I'm gonna get myself a nice uh, whiskey decanter, a crystal decanter uh, with nice. my favorite college logo on it, and I will fill it with Huskers. Yep. And then um, I'm going to buy. Mm, what am I gonna get? Oh boy. I don't know about whiskeys I'm going to buy to fill it. You, what, what are you getting, Cole? I'll come back to me on this. See, that's a hard one because there's options in the $300 range, um, but there's some that are just too hard to find. But I'm just going to think, like like if things were available, if, if everything were available, I might what's like a $300 maybe i'd try one of those new uh uh whistle pigs i don't know they're mm-hmm. uh they're special ones what do they call them the uh uh the black label ones those like um, samurai something and the yeah. whiskey they're scientists and and the uh, Black Prince, and I forget what they're called, but uh, we'll we'll write it down well when we. Looking, uh, I'm looking yeah, maybe I'll now. just maybe we'll just uh, buy one of those and just figure out how good it is. I don't. Boss ah, hog. Thing, the boss hog. Boss hog. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing about Whistle Pig, is that I don't know if any of them are worth four, three to five hundred dollars. Like love, love Dave Pickerel. Love. I think uh, what's his name. Uh, Dietrich uh, is taking over the Whistlepig. No, he took over. He didn't take over Whistlepig. He took over uh, Blackened, I believe. Maybe he took over Whistlepig. I think, but he, I think, uh, whoever's doing that, I think he did do Blackened. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I, he definitely did Blackened, but I don't know if he also took over um, Whistlepig. I doubt he would. To think about it, I met him one time. Um, Rob Dietrich is his name, and oh, he had quite the mutton chops. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so I don't, uh, I gotta think about this one more because I, I really wouldn't buy a boss hog because I don't think they're worth that price, but you've got extra money. So I think that's what you do. Yeah. 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 Okay. I know what I'm doing. I mean, a hundred percent. I would buy a, uh, red breast 21. I hate to say it, but okay. it's the obvious answer, but Perfect. I'm going to go Red Rose Red 21 okay. yeah. So I'm getting a decanter with my favorite college okay. football team logo on it. Like a Waterford decanter? No, it's not that nice. It's like 60 okay. bucks. Um, okay. And then I'm going to get a couple of uh, rocks glasses. One that's okay. going to say Rob on it, and the other's going to say Moose. Okay? And nice. And then... I think that's going to be cheap enough where I might be able to buy. Do you think I could? How much would a Saz 18 go on secondary? Is that like 300? 250? Oh, much more than 300. Oh, balls. Oh, I would imagine like 600. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess I'll just buy a boss hog and get nothing else. Well, I mean, you can get a handy maybe for. No, handies. Want, yeah, you might be able to get a handy for three hundred, but we don't want this year's <laughs> handy. Sorry to say, yeah, yeah. Listeners out there, if you get a handy, trade it, trade it. Trust me on this. Oh yeah. man, some parts tend to get a handy much cheaper than that. Cool. Um, I think 
Hey oh yeah, sorry, that was bad. Low hanging fruit and it was probably it was inappropriate. I'm sorry. Sometimes my mom <laughs> listens to the podcast. That's why we're an explicit podcast. Now. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Um Gosh, I don't know. Actually, okay. And then I'm gonna get yeah, so I'm getting getting the, the moose glass, the decanter, and I'm gonna uh, get a bottle of wheat of pe- what is it? Peat week. Balvini Peat Week, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of Balvini. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a good choice. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. That's where I'm going. So anyway, nice. We'll post that. I see what you guys say. Um, it, it could be anything for three hundred dollars, whiskey related. Let us know. Want to hear about it? Um, and that's about mm-hmm. that, man. Or how are we doing on time? Are we? Oh man, we're like forty five. We're right about the, the sweet spot, bro. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere between forty five and an hour, we're down. Or probably these days, it's like forty five and fifty five. So yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy too. Uh, let's talk about after Del Bach whiskey. Del Bach. Um, okay. I actually wrote my list of all the samples slash things we share right now, mm-hmm. and let me pull it up. Can I? Can I okay. say something? So there are some really There's killer some really bottles on this list. Can I say something first? We've, Please. We've done a lot of American. We've done a lot of bourbons. Yeah, you're right. I was thinking, let's go cross the pond. Um, yeah. Can I just throw two out that I had kind of pulled out and was excited Please. about? So, mm-hmm. excuse me, uh, the Peat Week. I want to put the Peat Week up for sure. I am so excited to try that one. And can I pick the other one? Yeah, I'll go ahead and pick the other one. Green Spot. Were you thinking that? Ah, that was I. Had, that was one of the two that I didn't. It was that or the Red Breast Twelve. Uh, age group. Let's go Green Spot Let's because. Yeah, That's so green, not only Green Spot, but Green Spot Chateau Leoville Barton, uh, which is a uh, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon finish, uh, Irish whiskey. I believe it's Cab. Um, and it is good. Yes. But so is, That's I right. can assure you, so is the, um, what is it called? The uh, Balvini Peat Week? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a great matchup. So let's plan on that. Uh, the Chateau Leoville Barton is my bottle, and then a sample was sent to us from our good friend Miles Ferguson mm-hmm. for the uh, Balvini Peat Week. So, and specifically, the Balvini Peat Week is the 2003 um, barreled week 34 uh, of 52. Week. Yep, that's right. Yep. So keep that in mind, listeners, as we uh, move on to two weeks from now. But uh, yeah, so so uh, Robbie, I. I hope that our our listeners choose well, and and I'm really down for either one of those. Oh, so yeah. I hope uh, it's just going to be a good episode all together. Yeah, cool. I I hope that your trip out to Del Bach is awesome, and I can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah, me too. But most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. Mm-hmm.